Hello, mama. Hope your day is just filled with some goodness. Like your kids are listening so well and everything has gone as planned and all of the poop has gotten in the toilet, right? The little victories that we all aim for. I hope that's been your day. Uh, I'm so full of joy and gratitude to be here with you today. And the sun is out over here. So I'm rejoicing because it's been gloomy for the past like two months and I am so here for this. So anyways, I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm excited to dive into our topic today too. Uh, I decided just to kind of compile um, a bunch of phrases that we use around our house or things that I've learned from mentors, books, whatever, whatnot, um, and just kind of give you some language that you can hold on to. Now, I've probably mentioned a lot of these at different points before, but I think language, well, I know language is very powerful. And when we can systemize anything, that's going to make our lives easier and better. So this is one area where we can systemize it, where we, you have these like catchphrases, if you will, that you, you cling to and you, you have them ready at different moments so that you're leading and guiding your kids in the right direction. And that way you're not reinventing the wheel every time. That way you kind of have a framework to grab hold of when you're not sure what to do, or you don't know how to motivate your kids or whatever it is, these are going to be some things you can write down. You can just try and kind of digest them so that they become a part of you and that they, they just start coming out when, <laughs> when these moments arise. So I'm excited to unpack this with you today and um, I'm just grateful that you're here. So let's go. Welcome to the Morning Mama Podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. Mama, I'm so excited to dive into our topic today. But before we do, I just wanted to take a minute and read uh, some amazing reviews that have been coming in. I can't tell you how helpful it is when you take a minute to leave a review. If you've been listening for a minute over here, it is time to leave a review. It helps uh, one encourage me. Like my heart just gets set on fire and I'm like, okay, I can do this. Let's keep going. And then also it helps the podcast grow. It helps it uh, be more visible for others to see. Um, and so it's such a huge help. If you want to thank me, that is the number one way that you can thank me. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just take 30 seconds and just write one or two sentences from your heart. But I just wanted to share a couple of these that have come in. Uh, the first one is from Kayla Pride. It says 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> it says, if you need something that encourages you to take steps forward into growth as a Christian mom and wife, this podcast is absolutely for you. I had a friend send me a specific episode dealing with the struggle that I was currently facing at the time many months ago. And I loved it so much that I started at the very first episode and vowed to get caught up 
one day to the current ones. Listening to it while I walk my dog has started to become one of my most favorite parts of my day, even when my toes are getting <laughs> totally stepped on. This is by the podcast, not by my dog. Oh, that cracked me up <laughs> so much. Sometimes I forget that I challenge you a little bit. So um, I'm glad that the the toe stepping is taken well. (laughs) She finishes by saying, Brittany, the host, is so perfect at meshing her knowledge of psychology with biblical wisdom, and the result is truly amazing. Try just one episode. I think you'll get it. Um, I am so humbled by these words. Thank you, Kayla, for taking a minute to do that. I can't tell you how much it means to me and encourages me and is on, honestly just almost too much to take in. It's like, no, that's, that's just too much. But no, it's God's glory, God's gifts working through me. So it is such an honor to get to share this space with you. So thank you so, so much. Um, the next one it's from Gabby Barrett says grateful. I found Brittany's podcast. She is really relatable and I love how she always incorporates the word of God into each topic that is discussed. I recommended this to a good friend of mine and she's been listening to it as well. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for your words. Thank you for sharing this podcast. It means so much to me that the hard work that I'm pouring in is, is getting out and encouraging hearts. Like ultimately that's why I'm here is to do God's work. And so the more women mamas that are encouraged and their eyes are open to truth, the, the more impact this is having. And that just, it propels me forward. So thank you so much. If you haven't done that, please just pause this, spend 60 seconds, go into Apple. It's only an Apple podcast, leave a start and a written review just real quickly. And I can't tell you how much I thank you for that. So Anyways, thanks mama for being here. And, and yeah, also just be sharing this text, text a friend, a screenshot of your favorite episode or post it on your social media. Um, for those of you that are on social media, just cause I am not always super there. Doesn't mean that you can't be, if that's already a space that you have a healthy relationship with, then, um, take a minute and share it over there as well. So thank you again for doing all of that. Anyways, today, like I shared, we are going to go dive into language, how we can use language to steer our home in the right direction. Um, and we know the Bible says that our words have power. There's many examples, but one of the, the verses that talk about this is Proverbs 18, 21. It says the tongue has power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. So this talks to the intensity, the high, high importance of our words. We cannot escape the power of our words, whether we're being intentional with them or not, those words have power. And I know as we go throughout our day and we're in the middle of different situations that, that trigger us, that are challenging, that are just a lot, or even just when we're tired and we just, we're just trying to get through, right? There's days that feel like that weeks that feel like sometimes even seasons that feel like that. It can be so hard to be intentional. Like we're trying to be intentional with so many things, right? We're trying to be present with our kids. We're trying to pour into them. We're trying to teach them about God. We're trying to clean up the house. We're trying to be a good wife and pour into our marriage even more than the kids. We're trying to do jobs. We're trying to 
gosh, right? The list is endless. We talk about that all the time. But as we're we're trying to do so much in so many areas, it can be so easy to kind of just lose sight of our words, to to forget about how much power they have. Because maybe even you're doing a great job playing with your kids and even reading to them, right? You're showing up with them, you're teaching them. But maybe, maybe the way that you respond to them, you're not being intentional with that. Maybe it's, you're being short with them. Maybe you just are kind of being, um, lackluster (laughs) for lack of a better word. Like you're not specifically speaking life into them. Maybe you're full of anger and that is a struggle for you. And I get that. I have been there. I am there some days still. It is a hard thing. If that's the way that you have coped with pain in your past being in the middle of motherhood is going to bring that up more than ever. And that's why I have the Healed Mama Academy is to help you find some freedom from that, help you get control over that. And while it's still going to be a battle, because as we live on this side of heaven, sin is still very present and real, and we're going to have to fight to do the right thing. We're going to have to fight to choose God's strength every day and that he will, he will move through us. But there are some things that we can do to help us to, to rewire our brain, to uh, get rid of the lies that fuel our anger. And we work through all of that in the Healed Mama Academy, which is now a year long process. And you don't have to do it for a whole year, but that the coaching is open to you for an entire year. And we really just walk through your story and your pain. And I give you some, some handles to grab hold of healing and walk it out. So if you're really struggling with that, come join me. I'd love to see you over there and just um, get to know you better. You can find out more information if you go to morningmamaacademy.gr8 is in the number eight.com. And I think you have to type in http dot dot slash slash all of that. And then morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. The link is also in the show notes and then the Facebook group. Those are a little bit easier to find, but I would love to see you there. Come apply. And um, I can't wait to just help you walk through that. Cause while I still struggle with anger on some days um, and some weeks, I I know what to do when it arises. I know how to get a hold of it. I know how to not just stay triggered for the rest of the day or even the next hour. I know I see it I see it come out sometimes when I'm like, okay, that was not what I wanted to be in that moment. But then I know how to, how to get out of that and how to shift gears for the next moment, for the next uh, rest of the day. And I don't think this is the, the permeating sound of my motherhood any longer, or even of my life. Um, and again, I'm not perfect, but I've made huge progress and I would like to help you make some as well. But, you know, so maybe for you, anger is where these harsh words come out. And you know, as heavy as it is to think about those words when we're angry, they have the power of death. Like we're speaking death over our children. We're speaking death over our marriage, over our husband, over our family, over our friends, wherever that anger is rising up, even as towards ourselves, we're speaking death over ourselves when we're telling us all, telling ourselves all of these horrific lies. And it's that serious. Like we need to to kind of get that in and check, uh, it, we kind of need to let the reality of that hit us because it can be easy to say, Oh, it was just something I said, right. I'm, I'm still being present with my kids and we've moved on. It's fine. Right. And now we're not aiming at perfection cause that's impossible, but we do need to take this seriously and kind of hold the weight 
of these moments uh, in our hands. And so when we do mess up, we need to make sure we're apologizing and repairing that. And we've talked a lot about that recently, but we need to just kind of keep this insight as we go throughout our day. And so the goal is to, of course, steer away from speaking death. But even if you're not speaking death, are you speaking life? Are you speaking life over your children? Are you calling out who they were created to be? Are you calling them to a higher place? Are you helping them understand life and who they were made to be and who God says they are in the way that you speak? And the words that they hear from us are going to be the soundtrack for the rest of their life. And so, you know, some of these that I have today for you are kind of more practical, um, just more like easy things that you can use in moments that are hard um, with challenging situations. But before I dive into the specifics, I just want you to think about this idea of speaking life into your kids and think about like throughout the day, like what, what points in your day maybe do you already have that you speak life into them? And if you don't have any of those points, that's okay. Like let's take a minute and think about what are those moments in your day where you can speak life over them? You know, one of the the easiest ways that I, I find to do this is when I'm praying for my kids and I have just like, you know, I've systemized this, right? So we, we pray at meals and, and it's not to be legalistic. It's not to like check this box. If you have to pray before a meal, it's, it's an opportunity. It's a cue to say, Hey, here's a chance to talk to God. Here's a chance to, to invite faith into your child's life, into their world, into their day. Right. And so it's this beautiful opportunity. And so I see it as that, not as oh, we have to do this or God will be angry. No, it's like, let's take this moment and use it. And so I have these little cues throughout our day. So every time before a meal, we also do it at bedtime when I'm putting them to bed. And now they know that that's like what's coming and they expect it. Um, On the way to school is a great chance that we do this. Or if I'm about to send them off somewhere, whether it's to grandparents or uh, somewhere else, like that's another opportunity to pray. And so we have these little cues and sometimes throughout the day, we'll stop and do it as well. And, you know, great moments to do that. In addition to it is after a moment of argument, we often do it also in moments of discipline after I have a conversation and go through the whole process with them. I'll, I'll pray for them. And the beauty about praying for the, our kids is it's, it's a great chance to speak this life into them. Because often what my prayers sound like, and first of all, there's no right or perfect way to do this. This is just one example of something that can inspire you. Um, if you do it in your own way already, that's great. It doesn't need to sound like the way I do it. We all have our own voice and way of doing things. This is just inspiration. Um, and so I sound something like, God, thank you so much for this amazing child that you made so good. Thank you that I get to be his mommy. Thank you for all the amazing gifts you put inside of him and how special you made him. Thank you that you love him more than I can even fathom, which I don't even understand. And so I just take like these little chances to just speak life into them and and help them to see themselves how God sees them. And it's just such an easy, easy way to make sure you're speaking life into your kids on the daily. Um, you know, other ways that we do it is, you know, instead of just saying, Oh, good job. Wow. That's amazing. Like if they made a pretty drawing or a a Lego creation or whatever it is, you know, it's okay to do that. Um, I have been learning a little bit more about praise and how we can sometimes over praise, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) But I think what we cannot do too much is speaking life. 
speaking life into our kids. As long as it's genuine and not, um, like we're not ignoring a reality of sin that we're not addressing. I think that's, that would be the only time that you could speak too much life is if, you know, we need to also address the sin and talk about that. Um, not to say that you can't speak life after you address sin or even like within matters of sin. Like, um, I know I learned from, uh, there's a program called connected families and they had a podcast about how in moments of discipline, we can actually help our kids see that what's happening is their strengths are getting turned into sin. Um, and so an example they shared was like their son was putting the feet on, um, in the, in the car on the back of the chair and the mother asked them to, to put it down. And he, you know, he wasn't listening and he was refusing and he was so stubborn about it. And so afterwards she talked to him and said, Hey, you know, God has made you very strong and you're going to make a great leader someday. If you learn to follow God and and walk in his ways. But in that strength, that amazing strength that you have, there's also some sin that can come out of it. And when you are stubborn and you, you rebel against mom, that's when that, that strength gets turned into sin. But you have the opportunity to actually walk in that strength and be a leader for others and, and show others how to listen and show others how to do the right thing. And so in that moment of discipline, you're helping them see like this thing that's happening can, you know, in a lot of ways is often a strength from God, but it's getting turned into sin. And so that's, that's uh, one way to speak life into your kids in moments of discipline. And so there's so many ways to find it throughout the day. And so what I was going on with the Legos and the card is to kind of like reflect what you see in them, the, the gifts that you see in them, the strengths that you see in them, like, wow, you're really great with colors. That's so, I think you have such a good sense of color. I wonder, I wonder what God, how God's going to use that in your life, because I really think that you have a good, a good, a really amazing way of combining colors in a way that's unique and looks really nice. Um, you know, or like, wow, you're really creative with those Legos. That's really cool that you, God has given you so much creativity. I wonder what that's going to mean. Like what, what else can you do in your life using that creativity? All of these creations are so amazing. You know, so just calling out their gifts, calling out what you see God has put inside of them. Those are just some amazing, easy things that you can do throughout your day that are really going to build your kids up, right? We're going to give them the power of life. And when our kids eat the fruit of that, like that will lead to prospering, to believing in who God made them to be, to, to that like confidence that we all hope our kids can walk in. So that's one way I just want you to think about how you're using your words is, are you speaking life into your kids? And even just thinking about the ratio, how much are you correcting and criticizing your kids versus how much you're speaking life into them? And I know this is challenging, especially when we're trying to teach our kids and help them learn how to do the right thing. And, and even as they're learning just like a skill set, it can be really challenging because there's so many different things that we can help correct them on to do it better. And one of the books I'm reading right now talks about how you know, as we're teaching our kids, one of the best ways to do it is just to invite them into what we are doing, right? Like say we're cooking and we invite them into that process and we actually don't need to say a lot to them. Actually, they're going to learn a lot by observing us, by trying it themselves. And, and we can, you know, if they, um, 
don't put in enough vanilla, we can let them pour in their portion and then add the missing amount that's needed. Or if we're making, um, I don't know, pretzels, like I haven't made soft pretzels in a long time, but say they're trying to make like a shape out of it and they don't do it quite, quite how you want them to, like let them do it how they're going to do it. And then you can do it your way. And as long as it's not completely ruining and affecting what's being made, it's okay. And they're going to learn a ton from that. We don't always need to correct every little thing that they're doing. Um, they're going to learn through that process, the more that they're with you in those activities. And I'm going to talk more about this book in some upcoming episodes, um, cause it's been really helpful for me and in, in how I see parenting and what I've been doing. So excited to share that more with you later, but just to be thinking like, how much am I correcting my child and how much am I speaking life into them? Cause sometimes it's not necessarily that you're speaking death necessarily, but it's a lot of correction, which it, you know, can very easily tip into criticism. And so we want to make sure that we're speaking into our kids more than we're correcting. Now that doesn't mean we, again, we avoid correcting because absolutely sin needs to be addressed. We do need to teach them some things. Um, we don't need to completely avoid correction, but we also want to be making sure that the, the amount of life that we're speaking into them, um, goes above the amount that we're correcting or at least equal, if not above. Okay. So let's transition now. And I'm going to share just some phrases that we use in my home or things that I've learned, you know, across time on books and mentors and just things we've tried and figured out. Um, and these are just going to give you some handles to hold on to in different moments. So I encourage you to get a pen out, some paper. You can even type this into your phone so you can have these handy. Um, but you know, as you're digesting these, you might, it's going to take you a minute to really remember them. So make sure they're written down somewhere where you can see them and remember to kind of go back to these. Um, and again, I've, I've shared some of these before, but this is just kind of putting them all in one place for you. So the first one is we are a team. We aren't being a team right now. You aren't being a team right now. Good teamwork. Okay. Some kind of you know, putting a bunch together, but essentially lots of language around being a team. This is one of like the first tips I remember get hearing from a mom at some point when my son just, I just had one kid and he was like, I don't even know. He was crawling, I think. So he was pretty little. And I remember she had, I think three kids. Um, and I was like, how do you get everyone to church on time? Like what, how did, how in the world do you do that? You know, cause I was struggling getting there on time just with my one son. And she was like, oh, you just have to talk a lot about being a team. And so over the years, you know, I think I've heard about this in other places as well, but this is so essential is to help your kids see themselves as part of the family. And then that family is a team. And as a team, we work together. We collaborate. We help each other. We are there for each other. We fight for one another, not against one another. And so this language can really help you do a lot of things. This helps, uh, gets your kids motivated to help you, to help their siblings. Um, it's so funny, like, and this kind of touches back on that book I keep referencing. And I'm not going to tell you the name of it yet because I want to unpack it a little bit more for you because it's not uh, written from a Christian perspective. So I just want to give you some more, um, some more handles to, if you want to go read it. But, you know, they talk about how, you know, you can help get your kids to help the other siblings. 
And it's the strangest thing. I don't know where I got this idea, but in the back of my mind, and this just goes to show you that I am far from being a perfect parent and having it all figured out. That's why I don't do a ton of episodes on parenting. Um, Specifically, it's more about kind of healing you and your mentality because I'm still figuring this out too. Um, And I, I, for the longest time was so worried that like, if I asked my kid to help me with something or asked my kid to help them with one of their siblings, that somehow that would be bad for them. (laughs) I hope some of you have, well, I hope none of you actually have, have had those thoughts because you know, it's not the truth. Uh, but I guess I just hope I'm not alone in this because it sounds so crazy now that I think about it. Um, but I just, in the back of my mind was like, Oh, maybe this is damaging. And I think it came from this mentality as, as a therapist, like when we're working with kids, we talk about parentified child. We talk about how some kids are parentified where they have too much responsibility put on them as a kid and they have to act as a parent. Now, (laughs) there is such a thing as a parentified child. This is a child where we're putting our emotions on them and they feel like they have to take care of their mom or dad emotionally. Um, Or they, they actually are the caregiver to their younger siblings in a way where it's all on them because their parents are incapacitated in whatever sense. And so like, yes, that is damaging. But asking a child to go get their sibling's shoes or even to get my shoes or whatever it takes to get us all out the door, that is not bad. So I hope I'm encouraging some of you maybe that have fallen into that mindset. Most of you are probably like, you're crazy. Of course, that's the goal. (laughs) And we would still do it. I just, in the back of my mind was like, is this wrong to do? Am I parentifying them? Um, that's why you got to read some, some parenting books because it just kind of, and, and be around other parents, especially good parents that are kind of a few miles down the road from you, uh, because it just helps you just to have a, a clearer view of what parenthood should look like <laughs> and, or what it could look like and that you don't just get into your head about weird things. So anyways, the, the goal is that they would help their other siblings. They would help us with our own things. Even if it's, we forgot something downstairs, they can go get that for us. And that's teamwork, right? I'm doing other things to get us out the door. They can do things to get us out the door. And, and the way that you can help kids be motivated to this is, is talking about being a team because they really are, are human. The way we, the way that God made us, our human desire is to be a part of something bigger than us, to belong. That's, intrinsic in all of us. Like God made us a part of the body. And so when we help our kids see the family as a place where they can belong, where they have a real valuable role in the family, that is actually going to create more of a sense of safety and identity for them as they go about their lives. And so the more that they can see themselves as part of this team, the healthier they're actually going to be. And (laughs) everyone is going to get out the door faster and you're going to lose your cool a lot less because they want to help. They want to be a part of a team. And so using this language as we are a team is going to help motivate them to collaborate. Um, And I use this also in moments where my kids are fighting over a toy, fighting over what toy or what show to watch, whatever, whatever it is. And I'm like, Hey guys, you guys are not being a team right now. How can you guys love each other? That's another one we're going to go to later. But 
how can you be a team? What would that look like right now? Um, and just helping them think through that lens of how can we be a team? How can we problem solve this together and, and draw closer to each other instead of being divided over this thing, which ultimately, you know, we've talked about in the past is a heart issue, a sin issue because they're choosing selfishness. But when you think in the mentality of a team that helps eliminate that selfishness, and now you're thinking about the, we, the, the us together, what, how, what would we, what would work for we, how can we, how can we be a we right now? And so the more that you can help your kids see that way, the better you are going to help them be helpful, collaborate, fight less. Um, and then two, just like pointing out good teamwork. Hey guys, you did great teamwork right there. Like now that I've kind of coached my kids through some of these things, like if they're picking a show and they have different opinions, I've, I've said like, Hey, you guys have to decide on something or we're, or we're not going to watch anything. Um, and sometimes they need some extra help. And I'm like, cause they get really stuck and I'm like, okay, here's some ideas. Like you guys could each watch half of yours. You guys could, one person could go today and one person can go tomorrow and I give them some ideas and then I let them work it out. Now my kids are, these kids I'm talking about are four and two. So they are capable of this. Believe me, their kids are capable of more than you realize oftentimes. And so they work it out and they problem solve. And so then I'm like, Oh, good teamwork. And so now they do this on their own, whether it's a toy or whatever it is, they're like, or like different things they want to play. Now they, they talk about it and I can hear them problem solving. And I can hear them working as a team. So use that team language. That's an, just an easy one. That's really going to draw everyone together. And you can even bring yourself into that, like saying we aren't being a team right now, even calling yourself out being like, Oh man, you know, I am, I'm not being a good team player right now. I'm, I'm getting, you know, really uh, irritated and I'm sorry for speaking an irritation to you. Let's work as a team right now. Let's, let's do this together. Okay. So team go team. <laughs> okay, mama, we're going to wrap this episode up right here. And I'm going to have another episode coming at you soon with some more phrases that you can hold on to. And I love, I love unpacking these cause it just kind of helps give you some ideas of things that you, lenses you can think through as a parent. Um, and as you are leading your family, um, along with your husband and doing this well, um, and you know, being that amazing mom that God made you to be. So I'm excited to go into that next time. Let me just pray for you right now. God, I just thank you that you have chosen us to be mothers, God, that you have chosen us to lead and teach our kids and to help them become who they were created to be. God, the more and more, the longer that I'm a mother, the more I realize the weight of that task in a beautiful, profound, and sometimes heavy way, God. And so I just pray that as we parent, God, that you would just give us wisdom. God, you would remind us of these phrases or, or other phrases, whatever you're wanting us to speak to our kids. God, just put those into our hearts and our minds, open our ears to be able to hear from you, God, and, and help us also, God, just to be aware of what we're speaking to our kids. God, I just pray that we would uh, just recognize the areas where we've spoken death to our kids and that, and, and in any of our relationships for that matter, God, and you would just help us just to see clearly the, the fruit that has come out of that God, and that we would repair those relationships. We would repair those moments, God. And I pray that you would give us the strength, the wisdom, the insight, the power to speak life 
into our kids, into all of our relationships. God, help us to be humble to do that. Help us to make time for that. God, help us to stay regulated enough and get out of anger so that we can uh, choose this and see our days through this lens of rather than just surviving and getting through. Um, God, thank you that you've given us the power of words, God, and that there's so much power that you've given us through that. God, help us to use that power well, Lord. Uh, Just steer the ship for us, God, because we need you, Lord. Um, We just praise you, God, for your goodness and just your trust of us. It's, you know, it's hard enough just to trust you, who's a good God that always is faithful. It's just amazing to think that you trust us. God, thank you for that. Help us to um, just live up to that trust. We love you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.